0: hello and welcome back to the 12th house we're happy to have you here we're happy to be in your ear holes we've got janelle hello. Nice on to the be mic here. and our other co-host michelle hi and we're here to talk about deep work and and our irl retreat coming up Ooh. Yeah. all of it getting into flow state. Lots yeah. Of things.
1: One of the most surprising things for me when people talk about the North Node is when they say that they, their favorite, one of their favorite classes is the at-home work retreat. How to do an at-home work retreat. I recommend it constantly.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's, who doesn't need one? We yes, all need seriously. it. Seriously. <laughs> when
1: I, I made it as like a sort of additional class, hopefully like maybe a couple months after the pandemic started, because I just felt like, oh my god that creating a container for myself really changed the way that I worked before the pandemic, but also so much after because like being in my house was driving me bananas. And I kind of just thought it would be like a throwaway class that maybe some people would watch. I mean, I put some effort into it, obviously, a lot of (laughs) effort into it, obviously. I just thought like, well, I don't know if other people are like me. Maybe I'm just a weirdo who like can't work at home and I don't know, is like an obsessy who needs to like go to a different space and like be in her little cocoon and like not talk to anyone. But I'm pleasantly surprised at how many people are as, as weird as me and really appreciate that framework for getting things done. It's like really surprised me in a good way. I
2: feel like one of the reasons why that particular uh, piece of content was so popular is because we all got so used to being in an environment working with other people. And when we had the ability to create an environment that was conducive to flow and work and content and creation on our own, I think a lot of us got, we really enjoyed that. Yeah. Well, I think what you're talking
1: about is like people discovering deep work for the first time,
2: because when
1: you're in an office or an open floor plan or bumping in between meetings, it's like you never get the chance to just get (laughs) get like, I don't know, three hours to yourself to focus on whatever it is that you want to focus on. And while I think the beginning of the pandemic was a lot of hurry up and wait, sit around, not quite sure what we're supposed to be doing. Are we working? Are we fired? Like, what's the deal? And then sort of being in a trauma response or in survival mode and not being able to focus, realizing that we really do need that carved out container of deep work in order to do our work. To like move past the sort of minutia day to day to do list tasks like, I don't know, making social media posts on Canva and really not like taking tasks that are not needle moving activities And finding the things that really amplify our priorities and help us make quantum leaps, the big needle-moving tasks, and realizing you need a a couple hours to, like, dig into that shit. It can't be done in 35 minutes.
0: No, and when you're constantly context-switching, you can't really rise above the kind of swirl of everything to understand what is a priority mm-hmm. and make those strategic decisions. Cause you're just playing catch up yeah. mm-hmm. and you're just bouncing from thing to thing, meeting to meeting. Like I personally really don't do well when I'm doing that. So I try and block off our periods of time. And I think as a group, we've tried to find different ways to respect that for each other because mm-hmm. it can get really overwhelming. And then you're like, wait, what is important? I'm not sure.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. The like high level strategy, which you need basically need to steer your ship. Right. And if you don't know where you're going, then like you're kind of paddling in a circle with mm-hmm. all of your tasks you're just spinning your wheels and that's really why we like made quantum con <laughs> the the get shit done oh, retreat uh,
0: we buried the lead yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, <laughs> you know
1: we we all like had such a monumental experience doing our own retreats as a team these deep work retreats and like just being in a space conscientiously and thoughtfully where we've been able to create a container for ourselves to do deep work at our at our co-working space second home we wanted to give that to other people because they're oh my god there are so many people who are still working from home who are beating themselves up for procrastinating on things that they feel like they should have accomplished or they should have done and like they're making meaning out of it making themselves like you know making up a story that they suck or Mm -hmm. that they're wrong when in reality it's like babe (laughs) you don't even know how to do deep work and no one's given you the opportunity to do it
0: and we're not taught Or encouraged to do deep work Mm -hmm. in most of our settings, because that's just not how most of society is operating right now yeah well i also
2: think when you think about deep work uh, on the surface there's this feeling of like leisure Mm, and time right and like stretching out and diving and in a society where we are constantly pressured to produce 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 produce, there's no time for that right like there's no time to have time you know it like
0: feels opulent or luxurious yeah Yeah. well it also
1: There's a reason that like our workplaces don't integrate intuition into them. And it's because when we're constantly sort of jumping from puddle to puddle, like flitting from context to meeting to whatever, we don't have an opportunity for our intuition to speak loud and clear. Mm -hmm. We need silence. We need stillness. We need deep work for intuitive hits to come through, for intuitive downloads to come through. And for so many people who make content, really what they're doing is just channeling.
2: Mm-hmm. They're they're
1: they're it's not like I know a lot of the stuff that I make when I really sit down to do it it doesn't come from me it comes from like something way smarter than me And when I try to muscle up through it Mm. and just like, oh, can I bang this out in 15 minutes? Mm. It's not good. Mm. (laughs) It's because it's me talking. I'd much rather connect to some intuition, some intuitive Mm -hmm. download, and let that genius come through. Mm -hmm. And that can't happen unless we have a container for deep work.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, God, that's such a, it's crazy actually that this is the conversation that we're having right now. I just had a conversation this weekend with an old writer, mentor of mine, and made the statement like, I'm a bad writer. I'm like, I'm not, writing is not my thing. And he was like, that's not true I've experienced you and you're writing And he's like, you're, you're a good writer You just go too fast <laughs> He's like, you know, my old partner and I We would wait, literally, it would take an entire day Before we would write the next line And we would never move on to the next line Until we had the line before it And we th- it felt good in us And so, yeah, he was like, you just Moving too fast doesn't allow for that genius to come through Because mm-hmm. um, it isn't you He said the exact same thing, it's very true
1: Yeah, you are a good writer yeah Yeah, in our writing workshop when we carved out an hour and a half to write like as we practiced you got stronger and stronger like everything that you put out
2: thank you I appreciate that yes well I have learned to not claim the fact that I am a bad writer (laughs) (laughs) one because right words mean things um, and words manifest and also I also think it's okay to like acknowledge your strengths right and Mm -hmm. that and your weaknesses, right? Because you can get stronger in your weaknesses. And so one of the things that I am working on is my skill of writing. And that's across a, a bunch of different genres. Specifically this weekend, we were talking about script writing. And I'm also learning copywriting. Thank mm-hmm. you, Michelle. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to the workshops. Um, and I'm, I'm just learning different ways to to write. And I'm I'm getting stronger, which I really appreciate.
0: Writing mm-hmm. is also one of those skills where you can like see improvement quite mm-hmm. quickly when mm-hmm. you're consistent.
2: Mm-hmm
1: consistency also yeah and that consistency also I feel like ties into deep work I feel like when you if you're out there listening to this and you're like "Hmm, sounds kind of sexy also I feel like I'm not doing deep work you might you might suffer some from some symptoms like it's really hard for you to focus or even when you put like consistent tasks in your calendar like 9 a.m check email or practice writing for 15 minutes. It just doesn't happen consistently. Mm-hmm. You can't complete a task to totality. Like you get to halfway through it and then you're just like, Ugh. you get frustrated or you you run into a block or a wall. It feels like it's really hard for you to come up with new creative ideas. Like you're just kind of regurgitating the same old stuff or you even maybe feel like you're copying other people because you're just like not really getting inspiration from yourself or you've been kind of like stuck on a, on a thought or an idea, and you can't really move beyond it, like it hasn't advanced. For example, maybe you have a concept around a podcast that you want to make, but you just can't move past like the first three episodes. Mm. You can't see where it's going to go or maybe even like a theory that you're working on and it's really, you haven't been able to like play it out. Like maybe my theory is wellness is dead, but maybe it's stuck with this same or sort of in like a a loop because you just feel like it can't develop for some reason. And then maybe finally, like you just don't feel connected to your intuition, especially when you sit down to work. It's almost like you become a different person. You, like uh, like Severance, you Mm -hmm. become this work version of you that like shuts down half of who you are or mm-hmm. all of who you are and then you have to like shake off your work side in order to connect your intuition I think those are all signs that like you deep work might be right for you mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I think everyone can benefit from it 100%. at this point because yeah. it feels so foreign that it seems like something that was lost in school when you had to study at the library yeah and you had to like confine yourself to the library late at night
1: right right I'd say like Even if you're not a quote unquote creative person or you're not an entrepreneur, if you're someone who is like honestly doing personal development or self-actualizing, then you need you need some deep work in your life. And you might be tapping into it in moments like when you're on an airplane and like there's nothing to do but journal or think or read. And that's flow state. Deep mm-hmm. work is the opportunity to get into flow state, and it takes more than an hour to get into flow state.
0: The how to do an at home retreat yeah. hit so well because it was giving people a container and a structure and a rubric. You even talk about how to do it in a day or two days, and uh, that's kind of the goal for Quantum Con in April as well. Is we're giving a structure for people to have the excuse and to make the point to opt in to create something different and have different opportunity to that thing done. Right, yeah. and I did a bad job because I didn't even describe what deep work is. It's mm. the
1: option to focus on one concept and one concept alone for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you don't have to worry about feeding the dog or deciding what to order for lunch or hopping on a phone call really quickly and then getting back into your work. It's all about, I'm carving out two hours to focus on this one thing, which might be coming up with ideas for blog posts mm-hmm. or researching this podcast i want to make or something else so that's what deep work is and it truly our brain works in a different way when we give ourselves time to drop into deep work and that's really like janelle when we were creating quantum con i know when you came up with the schedule like that was the point it was we have these little chunks of time to help you get creative and like get out of your own brain and then like these Deep work chunks. And we've curated every other moment of the day. So you literally don't have to think about anything. You don't have to think about lunch. You don't have to think about coffee. You don't have to think about anything. A single solitary idea. Not a thought behind those eyes. Other than what you're you're here to do. Exactly. (laughs)
2: Your one focus, right? Like your deep work topic. It's like being a baby again. Like, you
1: don't have to worry about shit.
0: You just get to be.
2: I wish. in the womb is second home. Yeah. We feed you. Yeah. We nurture you. Yeah. We, we exactly.
0: keep you warm. <laughs> and
2: play nice music,
1: too. So some strategies for getting into deep work and for allowing yourself to have those intuitive downloads, which are like, ugh, just like what makes work worth working on. First, obviously, is like carving out the time, which I don't think most people do. I mean, like, I'm temporally optimistic, I would say. I'm like, oh, I can totally finish that thing in 30 minutes. No, I Mm -hmm.
0: can't. It's so easy to say yes to urgent requests or to say, yeah, sure, I can take that time because technically I don't have anything scheduled. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. It's hard to make those boundaries. It's also
2: another way of procrastinating.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, true. Mm -hmm. Very good point.
2: Hold
1: that thought. Yeah. Hold that thought. Put it in (laughs) that. (laughs) Yeah. I think generally giving yourself two to three hours of time is what you need for deep work. Mm -hmm. Less than that, you really can't drop in to deep work. um, This concept is popularized by Cal Newport in his book Deep Work and he really says like two two hours minimum. You can't get into deep work more th- in less than that.
0: I usually feel like I hit my stride right at two hours. Same. So mm. I'm like I gotta keep going. Same. Or I feel a little bit like
1: mm. Right? If I can't, it's like, yeah, like premature to like yeah.
2: p- pull out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's definitely like a, yeah, a vagina version of that. I have no idea what it's called though, but yes, that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Having climax. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're and just peaking. getting warmed up.
2: Yeah. two <laughs> hours, like, I You peaked. just found the spot. <laughs> what do you mean you're done? <laughs> Don't
1: stop. <laughs> yeah, and I think that that's tough because, like, you have to be accountable. You have to be accountable to yourself. You can't respond to other things, hmm. you can't, like, you your focus to another, like, I don't know, your phone. Texting, whatever it might be You have to like really respect that time And honestly like respect the work mm. Not to be like so precious about it No, but. yeah,
2: but it is, it's sacred It's sacred work I yeah. mean when you set out to do something that is important to your business or your life Or just feels like next steps If something, I always feel like you honor the ideas that come to you, right? Because mm. not only the work that comes out of that But the ideas themselves I think are channeled, right? It all comes from somewhere that's connected to us That we're intrinsically connected to But, but it's also outside of, of us Because we're here for each other, a part of a greater ecosystem. And I think we're all kind of here to fulfill those ideas and that those creative thoughts. So, yeah, I think it is. There is something that's very sacred to it. Again, not to like put a whole lot of pressure on it, but (laughs) that's what you do. (laughs) It's It's deep, but it ain't that deep. But it's deep. Yeah, but it's deep. deep. But it's deep, but it's not too much, but it's a little deep. (laughs) Just a a tiny bit. Just the tip. Yeah,
1: just the tip. Okay, so you carve out three hours, four hours maybe. What do you do with that time? Like like what do you do it? How do you do it? What do you put it on your calendar? I know you have a system.
0: Well oh this actually I did today. For a while I was using Clockwise, which is an integration with a GCal calendar and Slack. And it was helpful for a while, but it was a little too much for me. But it did make me more cognizant of breaking up my time. Mm -hmm. And what I really liked about it is it it just brought to my consciousness how much I was... Microtasking. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I was context switching an insane amount. And it really pulled that into focus for me.
1: Because Clockwise looks at your whole calendar and then it basically, you say like how much alone time or focus time you want during the week, like ten hours of focus time. And it'll find that time automatically on your calendar Mm -hmm. and like block it out. Yeah. And so it it always does it in like hours, an hour and a half, two hours, three hours of time. Yeah. So when you're like, oh fuck, I have no focus time this week, that's a problem. When are you gonna get your work done?
0: Right. Especially as people who make content all the time. We need a lot of focus time where we're not in meeting. We need like implementation time. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll, I'm not using Clockwise now. It really put me on to being more cognizant of blocking off my own time for myself and saying, no, I'm not going to do that or I need this time for this project. But we have also chosen not to have meetings on certain days, which really helps. And I would say Tuesdays and Thursdays are usually for edit. And I say no to a lot of things to try and focus on that. I use a lot of apps to help me do that. Mm-hmm. But I think creating those blocks of deep work are pretty much aligned with how we're putting out like podcast podcast content, Mm -hmm. whether it's like researching and writing or editing on our schedule, we have Monday hour one at 11 Mm -hmm. a.m. on Mondays. And it's not like we do this as a team and check in about it, but because it is there Mm -hmm. does remind me to do that Mm -hmm. and to take the time on Monday to schedule out Mm -hmm. and plan the week and really look at the week. And I think Even if you do that for half an hour at the beginning of your week, it makes a monumental difference to how the rest of your week goes yeah so prioritizing deep work at the beginning of the week can really help you get into flow if you're making that a priority yeah i think i find
1: that sunday night or monday morning Mm -hmm. when i do monday hour one like looking at my calendar and like right now it looks absolutely insane yeah and just being like okay this is done like i and then i'll block out like do not schedule right like heads down don't don't schedule blah 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 all the like stuff that i need in order to because I literally cannot do my job if I have meetings all day. That's yeah. why I'm kind of a bitch about it. <laughs> you <laughs> like, know. No meetings. Yeah, <laughs> like no, I'm not available. Sorry.
0: Well, and we also don't have a meeting culture and at one of the companies that I worked at last, there was a very clear distinction point at when we grew to a certain size that there is decisions made about how long meetings could be for what and mm-hmm. what was then used what was communicated over slack versus email versus a meeting mm,
2: that's good. and
0: everyone had to get really clear and on the yeah. same page about it and it actually changed everything for the better it was so helpful. that makes such a big difference yeah mm-hmm.
2: So funny. I, this is yeah. on topic and off topic. I just well, I saw a meme that was yeah. like, I, I keep thinking everybody says, like, a thing should have been an email. Yeah. Meaning um, should have been an email. But yeah. then I get an email and I'm like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> like, it's yeah. so tricky. Yeah. yeah. And then so, someone texts yeah. you and you're like, yeah. You no.
0: dare to, her, to yeah. I, text, text yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Violated. <laughs> I mean, now people who have like work phones and personal phones. I'm Yikes. Like,
2: never. It's too much. Never. I
0: don't know. Kind of get it. Although I do, I say that and I love my iPad,
1: which is basically like a deep work iPad.
0: Which is awesome. Yeah. 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 Like I don't have any. created that container.
1: I don't have my work email on there. I don't have social media on there. It's great.
0: Well, and that's the thing is like you can use technology to your advantage. Like we all use different apps to help us focus and to create, you know, now. The iPhone is great at giving you different options to turn notifications off. I love that. Yeah. I think yeah. it is so kind. Yeah. Do not disturb. For is everyone involved. Yeah, because yeah.
1: you get a notification of like, oh, so-and-so is not they're not going to get this message. Mm-hmm.
2: Just yeah. a heads
1: up. Like, don't expect them to text you back. Yeah. The
2: hilarious thing though is like, it's like, this is, this was silently sent because their notifications are off. However, yeah. if it's urgent, we can go ahead and bypass that. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Apple's
0: yeah. like, fuck
2: your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: The <laughs> amount of people that call me twice. Yeah. Cause they yes, know that they know. I'm like, I know what she's but that's doing. Cause I'm always yeah. on Do Like do not yeah. just yeah. Yeah. 24 seven. Like, don't on ever accident. at me. Yeah. Same, same. But I'll, actually link this article in medium because as i was thinking about this episode i rediscovered it it's um, kind of old so a little outdated but it's a it's this guy who posted basically all of these different i I don't like the word hack but i don't really know how else to say it all of these features that you can edit on your iphone to make it a better space for you and to basically have agency over Your interactions with your phone and not have it feel like it's controlling you. And one of the things that this got me to do maybe a year ago was turn off a lot of notifications and change my settings and get really specific about which apps I would allow any like banner notifications from, which helped a lot. But it also helps replace habits, like he talks about putting your, and you were saying you do this, Michelle, but putting, your social media apps, like on the second page of a folder in your phone, mm-hmm. on the last page, so that you're really creating a barrier, so that you have to think about it before you do it.
1: Yeah, you can have apps that aren't aren't even on your home screens, yeah. so you have to like basically go into the search function to yeah. find them, and that's what I do for social media. That's yeah, great. it's smart. Helps. I mean, yeah. I can do it really fast now because it's like muscle memory. I know that's what I do <laughs> yeah. now. I just search yeah, them, and, and like, then uh, it like you right right know where yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, you gotta like switch it up yeah. on yourself, you know.
2: Yeah, exactly. Where did I put that thing? Yeah, yeah
1: and of course you can set the timer for like how much you're using something i always bypass that i was like 15 more minutes i know 15 more
0: minutes it's like (laughs) yeah extending your
1: bedtime or like (laughs) snoozing your alarm or
0: something so actually a trick that i have tried using mine is usually throw my phone into my bag at the in the other side of the room and like close my bag yeah. So smart. if I have to go and get it, I'm like, do I really need it? Yeah. But my friend also in the North Node, Alyssa. Hey!
2: Alyssa.
0: Uh, oh. shut up. What up, Alyssa. She recommended, she was doing some research about digital minimalism, and she recommended putting a hair elastic or an elastic or, like, a scrunchie on your phone mm-hmm. so that every time you look at it, it interrupts your habit loop. Mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm. have to kind of pause and be like, do I really want to, like, take the scrunchie off the phone to be right. able to look at it oh, and use smart. it? Oh, that's it's really like, smart. Yeah. It brings it more more to your consciousness to be like is that really what I want right now right. so that's a really simple way to just be like
1: that's smart now Yeah, I'm gonna
0: break the cycle we've
1: been talking about like the right left brain self- left okay. brainy things yeah. and sort of a right brain more intuitive maybe more mm-hmm. esoteric perspective on getting into deep work is actually using your human design type and like your energy type mm-hmm. because there are five energy types projectors manifestors manifesting generators generators and reflectors and each of them has their own strategy for success when it comes to work but also like depending on your entire human design chart that can really tell you how to get focused
0: yeah i'm an mg manifesting generator and <laughs> yeah now, what are you
2: i'm a generator
1: and i'm a projector and stacy's a projector too Oh,
0: yeah.
2: But I do know as a generator, I have like a heavy thought center. So, like, things are always coming through because I always want to be generating. And I think for me, I have to interrupt sometimes or stop the. The thoughts that are coming through, the ideas that I have or the things that I want to be creating. And this is also, I think, a little bit of an ADHD thing. But having something that I can listen to in the background helps me kind of interrupt that flow of energy mm-hmm. that's always coming through. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people can't do like words, but I have to be listening to a podcast or have something on the television going on in the background. Music is a little different because I always want to move to the music. Mm-hmm. But having something like interrupt that, those thoughts is really helpful for me. What that's about cool. a to-do list? A to-do list I do every single day. Oh, nice. Yep. Um, so Monday our You're hour- a classic generator, dude. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I, do, I have to do a to-do list every single day. So Wallace and Michelle mentioned the Monday hour one that we do every Monday. And that's lovely. But a lot of the time like, when we have our all-hands meeting, um, we talk about like our top threes of the week. and. It's so funny. I think when we first started it, we, there, everybody at some point would be like, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing that. <laughs> and we're like, obviously, th- there are other things that we do other than three things of the week. But we learn to prioritize those top three. Um, and so I have to additionally create a to do list for myself morning and bringing it back to mon- Monday hour one. Super. So but to do lists are like God sent to me. So it just feels good to check something off physically of a piece of paper.
1: Mm. Yeah. Generators and projectors are really great co-working buddies and being in the same space can be really helpful because projectors can be like high level, what's important, what's the priority? And then generators can vibe off that energy and be like, got it, okay, what are the top three things on my to-do list? Everything else can like fall underneath that or here are the big chunks of my to-do list that I need to do and the sort of assorted tasks that go with those big things that I need to check off my list. But once a generator writes a list, kind of like what you were saying about blocking out the extra stuff that comes in, it's almost like set your list in stone, decide that that's what you're going to do today. Don't keep adding things to it. Mm-hmm. Add new things to the next day that can help you get more done and stay on the right track as opposed to the shadow side of generator, From what I understand is just writing an endless to-do list mm-hmm. and having everything be the same priority, mm-hmm. which means that, you know, going to FedEx is as important as cashing that check that needs to be cashed immediately. Mm-hmm. And that's where generators get off track. And get overwhelmed, too.
2: That's why I I really do love Monday Hour One and the tools that were introduced or the ways that you can kind of categorize your tasks in Mm -hmm. Monday Hour One. Because I think before that was one of my issues is everything was a priority or Mm -hmm. nothing was a priority. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, so everything was just a thing to do. And I would exert or felt like I had to exert the exact same amount of energy to everything because I didn't make it clear for myself. And Monday Hour One now really does help... Even when I'm not taking something off of my to-do list on Monday Hour 1 and putting it on paper, I get really clear about how much of a priority is this? How much energy of mine am I going to have to utilize to get this done? And yeah, that was that was a huge sort of turning point for me in, in getting work done and being able to feel accomplished and productive throughout my day.
0: What about you, Wallace? Oh, I identify with a lot of what you said, but it's not all the time because I'm a manifesting generator. In terms of deep work, though, I really resonate with the fact that generally context switching can happen within certain time blocks. So Mm -hmm. if I have something that I really need to do deep work on, I can do it for three hours, but I actually can't do it for more. I have to do something else after. Yeah. It's really hard for me to spend a full day on something or else I'm just like, I have no thoughts. Mm -hmm. I have no ideas. I'm not. That's so MG. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You need choices. You need to
1: be able to to like know that there's an end in sight almost and be like, I'm bored with this pot. Let me go into the next pot.
0: Yeah, 100%. And so knowing that about. Myself means that I know that I can get a lot of different types of things potentially done in one day or like two big tasks if I plan properly. I also do need things to pick from. Mm -hmm. I do really need options like either or. That's why one of my most loaded question is when someone's like, what's your favorite fill in the blank? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, give me some context. Give me some parameters. I need a container.
1: What do you want to eat for dinner? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, what? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <let laughs> there's me. so no. It needs to be like, do you want Mexican food or yeah. do you yes. want do you want Chinese food? And exactly. then you might the b- answer might be no. Right. But yeah. At least They're you both. got some clarity mm-hmm. because you can compare. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So knowing those two things and remembering them can really help me.
1: Yeah, that's why I think why we work so well together because mm. I'm a projector and you're an mm. MG, and obviously Janelle, we work so well together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Notch, but because I'll I'll be like, okay, where do you want to start? This or this? Yeah, because I'm like, these are the two things we need to get or the three things we need yeah. to get done. So which yeah. one do you want to start with? Yeah. And I'm like, OK. Yeah. And then you're like, you can yeah. like whip everything out. Yeah. I'm like, OK, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And then projectors. Hello, friends. Hello, friends without motors. We got to draft off other people's energy, mm-hmm. which is, I think, why a lot of projectors felt like in this pandemic maybe they were very refreshed by being at home and like not having to work with other people and not being on another person's timeline but we can also be like a little not lazy but Mm. it can it can be like sluggish to get going Mm. and I think when you don't almost have that like lightning strike of like getting into deep work almost like the energetic wave to get into deep work it can feel like a struggle if mm-hmm. you never really land there and it can be really helpful to get into a co-working space that's quiet with a generator or a manifesting gener- generator or even a manifester to help almost kickstart that deep work session for yourself mm-hmm. i know it really helps me so manifestors and reflectors are special because they're a bit more rare than the rest of us. Oops, right. Manifestors, they have repellent energy, but they're also like the ultimate entrepreneurs. They're like the all-in-one. They're like the pert plus, mm. you know, they do everything. <laughs> and because you're good at everything as a manifester, you have, your gut is going to tell you to jump from, from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing to thing without stopping. So giving yourself deep work to just truly focus and almost think about fine-tuning your tool, your like, your, your skill in two hours, three hours is going to be like incredible for for you, but also hard. It's not like how they naturally want to work. And that's why pairing up with a projector can be really nice. Manifestors and projectors work really well together because projectors won't be exhausted by manifestors or feel repelled by them. And they'll also be able to tell a manifestor like, I think this is where you should start. Or like, this is what you should focus on. Mm. And jump from there and then reflectors are their own unique special little beings because they really pick up and reflect back whatever they're around so depending on what you need if you want to be like deeply focused and see from that bird's eye view hang out with projectors if you want to like bang out your to-do list hang out with generators if you want to be the jack or jill of all trades like hang out with mgs like If you want to just vibe on big entrepreneur energy, hang out with manifestors. But reflectors can really, like, they can kind of flow between all the parts, which is cool. I would like to know more
2: reflectors. Same. I know. They're very rare.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, also good and bad because who they surround themselves. Not bad, but, like who you you have to be really careful who you surround yourself with because if you're around someone who's just like chaotic mess who's Mm -hmm. always jumping from thing to thing to thing and it like Mm -hmm. feels like they're procrastinating all the time and constantly behind like Mm -hmm. you're going to see that you're going to reflect that too like Mm -hmm. your life will look like that too
0: Thinking about all of the different types, it makes me think about not only the deep work retreat you can do by yourself, but the importance of coming together with people at very specific times in the year Mm -hmm. to get specific things done because you can feed off of each other's energy. So even if you have the ability to go to a co-working space a few days a week, but you don't have to go every day, that option to figure out when it works for you and when you need it or to come and work with a bunch of really cool people yeah. like Ayana and April just saying. Yeah, um, and having an open
1: Ajna center also is mm. really important. It's just not important, but it's useful to know if you have that in your chart because you do really get a lot of inspiration by just being around other people, mm-hmm. even if you're not listening to their conversations. The fact that a conversation is being had around you, that work is being done around mm-hmm. you. Yeah. It's almost like you get pulled into the vortex. Yes. Like and I think we've be- really been missing that over the last few years. And I think that there's something that's so beautiful that happens when a bunch of really unique, different people get in the same space and are working on their their projects. There's this almost like... Hetic energy. Yeah, like a, yeah. And this like overlap effect, this like diagram. It's almost like we begin to sort of like meld in a really cool way. And that yields something beautiful and different from where we started. Mm-hmm. And... That's why I'm just like so excited for Quantum Con because that's really what it's all about.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm like, I know like we're going to be working it, but I'm also like, (laughs) what kind of like what deep work project can I bring to the space? Because it's going to be so ripe for getting that thing done or getting momentum, you know, in in your world and the project. So, yeah, I'm excited. Honestly,
1: this is like my dream work situation. Having a weekend where I can put on autoresponder. No one can fucking bother me. If I was coming in from out of town, that'd be even better. Staying Mm -hmm. in a hotel. Are you kidding me? Nothing to worry about. All I have to do is show up and do my work and I will be around cool people but I'm not required to like be networking I just get to vibe. vibe and then if I get stuck there's like 30 tarot card decks and like a bunch of people to help me and Mm -hmm. cool classes I can drop into to get inspired and oh by the way it's on like an acre of forest in the middle of Los
0: Angeles are you fucking kidding me that is my dream (laughs) I I mean the space is so beautiful that I'm literally trying to plan how to go to the other locations in Portugal yes
2: I love that
0: (laughs) this summer because I know can get a lot of work done there and it's gonna be so beautiful and the people are gonna be really cool.
2: I'm obsessed with second home. And I imagine anybody who comes to Quantum Con will also become obsessed with Second Home. Yeah. And yes, the largest urban jungle in Los Angeles, which I was like when I first read that, I was like, what is that what does that even mean? Like what is and then you go there and you're like, oh I do feel like I'm in the jungle. They like (laughs) literally planted
1: an acre of trees in the middle of Yeah. Like Oh, LA, which is wild. You it's beautiful.
2: Wouldn't even know it's there. And I also think there's something about this is very ethereal, but I think there's something about those trees giving giving off a lot of energy. They right. Protect, well 100%. they're giving off a lot yeah. of oxygen. Yeah. And so I think it's like yeah. boosting my brain power. And I'm not cool. around a tree right now, so my brain just died. But <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> no, but you're right. Like cities can be very energetically and spiritually busy mm. and it can be exhausting, especially mm-hmm. for people like projectors. Mm. And you are protect trees are protective. Like Greenery is protective. It's literally a shield. Like protects your aura. So it's like this little it's almost like a biodome, like mm-hmm. second home. You know, mm-hmm. it's like this protective, like amazing little space for you to like, yeah. I keep saying vortex, but that's like truly what it feels mm, like. You're like step into a vortex. Yeah. Yes. We've had people request to come to other locations and cities and you guys, we have to do this one first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we also are here. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Show us that it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. worth it. We, we want to bring this elsewhere, <laughs> but we got to make sure this works here. So please come and make a weekend out of it. Like come visit LA. Yeah. Come, we're going to make this, like we're going to curate the experience for you. We're going to give you all of our fel- favorite LA locations to head to. It'll be a really fun weekend getaway. And All you have to do is get yourself down here and we're going to take care of the rest. Mm
2: -hmm. Easy, easy peasy. Yeah, I, I really also just want to meet the so much of the community in person. I think no. there's been, it's been so long that we've all been over oh, Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really excited to have that one-on-one connection with everybody. It's going to be amazing. Um, it's going to be fun. And it's just going to be fun together. Like, well, do, we're going to do activities. And like, <laughs> and I know, like, you know, like, I'm still a big kid. Um, So activities <laughs> are always fun. But they are going to be activities that help you get into the flow and get into focus. And, and then get, we have cool stuck. stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of really rad companies who are donating a lot of amazing stuff. I'm, I'm not going to give it all away, but come come find out for yourself. <laughs> come get
0: a little swag. Also do a little spring reset. It's like perfect time to yeah. reset for a creative project. could be your business. It could be actually anything you want to work on. It's such a good time. Reorient and like, re-strategize and regroup before summer comes because summer yeah. has an energy of just like you're, you're out. You're out there, you're out and about. We out here. (laughs) Out in the world. You know, there's travel, there's just a lot of really awesome energy happening, but it's also nice to have foundations set up so that once you're heading into that season, you're already knowing the direction that you're going with whatever project it is that you bring to Quantum Can.
2: Absolutely. And even like outside of the scope of the project, I think it's a way to kind of reassess the way you approach work in general and the way Mm -hmm. you want to show up in your work, Um, which I think we, we were talking about this the other day, that we can't go back to what we were doing before you know the panini mm-hmm. I think it wasn't actually working for any of us yeah. and I think that's why so many people felt I've heard so and this is like not to slight any of the awful things that happened during the time I 100% mm-hmm. acknowledge that but I've also on the other end of it have heard so many people be like I actually kind of thrived through yeah. and having that opportunity to kind of like sit back and yeah. take some time and and reflect and reset and Mm. rejuvenate all Mm -hmm. of the art. And I feel like now that we're going back more into the workforce and going back into offices and things are kind of going back to quote unquote normal, which they'll never be normal again. I don't even know what that is. I think we're realizing or i'm realizing that we can't go back to whatever it was before and it's going to be interesting to see how people sort of take that authority into their own hands and approach their work from a different perspective or show up in a different way or try new things or put themselves in new environments especially cuz a lot of us are still working from home and uh, yeah i think this is an opportunity for us to really look at the future of work in general and entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and just how we live our lives it's- and we're like b- 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 priming a really great curating a really great space to explore that and what that can look like for you. Such
1: <laughs> a strong point. Like we really are at a crossroads where we can yeah. choose the old way. And mm-hmm. like, it seems like it really wasn't working for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That's what we've really realized. Or we can choose a different, better, more interesting, more intuitive, more powerful way of doing things. And like, are we set up for that? Have you set yourself up for that success? Have you set yourself up well for that journey, for that decision to build that new, to strengthen that new muscle? Mm-hmm. And If not, or maybe you're not quite sure, like, this is such a beautiful opportunity to do so. So, yeah, we'll see you at ContopCon. It's April 30th. 30th and May 1st. So, grab your tickets because pricing goes up on March 31st. And your first-time payment is $225. Yes, absolutely. Super affordable. And if
0: you were into what we're digging into today, we're going to be talking about the sneaky, sneaky procrastination spirit that likes to visit (laughs) all of us (laughs) from time to time from time to time (laughs) next week and we're also going to be getting into extended mind theory which we've been talking about on the podcast michelle has definitely been talking about in the systems and spells class as well but we're going to talk about it as it relates to procrastination but also getting into a flow state in person co-working or at an event like we're hosting or what you can do in your own space to plan for extending your mind we will throw in the show notes as always all of the links to quantum con we'll also share monday hour one which we talked about classic yes. as well as i'll post this medium post that i was talking about about hacking your phone and thank you for hanging out with us today hey, Thanks for listening. we'll see you on the internet.